This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you for joining me. It's time to talk about our next gate, and I'm super excited about this one because it's gate 33. That's my north node. Uh, we'll get into the significance of that, but just let's let's just say this is a very important time for me every year, and I'm really excited to be announcing, basically before we get into this entire episode, um, my latest project, something I've been working on and planning for a very long time, um, my energetic beauty sleep for your human design aura type and authority. So what does that mean? While there's a variety of aura types and potential authorities, 13 to be exact, and one of those is going to correspond directly with you. So human design is frequently one of those things that's like, ah, it's a lot to take in, it's a lot to absorb, and this is a way of kind of getting around it, bypassing it, or maybe you do get it and understand it and you just want to go so much deeper. So Yoga Nidra itself, um, you hear me talk about it all the time. If you want to go back to episode 188, that is where I do an entire episode dedicated to Yoga Nidra itself, the practice. It is incredible. There's so much science now that is supporting its use. Um, Dr. Andrew Huberman, uh, Huberman Lab, if you're aware of him, he's very into it. He calls it non-sleep deep rest. But basically, it is this, this guided practice that's totally passive, and it takes you into a very very deep state. Um, delta waves are being produced in your brain. And basically it's like your brain can like be quiet while your body repairs itself. So it's anti-aging, it's beautifying, it's oh, it's wonderful, right? I'm obsessed. I've been for years. And then um, in this case, you know, I'm bringing in bringing in a specific frequency, 528 hertz that is like reparative in the background of these. And then the whole point of this is layering in your human design. So it's basically putting your aura on autopilot. Like you don't have to think about it. You are getting uh, subconscious reprogramming while listening to this. Like how your aura wants to wants to exchange energy, how your authority, you know, should and wants to respond, right? So your sacral generator, it's like, okay, all we're just layering in like all of these things, like, yes, you know, it's all about the gut for you and you know, responding in the moment to life and so on and so forth. So anyway, point being is that they're out um as of Monday. And yeah, I am just uh like. I just know how powerful this practice is, how all the benefits that it has, plus all the extra that we're bringing in with the human design element. So it's like, yeah, you know what? Take you deeper or you don't even need to know anything. And that actually is kind of the catch here. Um, I've really been on a kick of like, I was talking to my friend, Alex Sands of Skincraft, which shout out to Alex. She has been instrumental in helping me find all the little tweaks and things that I want to make in these recordings. Um, so love you, Alex. Thank you. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's like this is also for the treatment room. And I was telling her, what, I love talking to friends and all of a sudden stuff just comes out of your mouth. You're like, yes, that's it. It's like it's an energetic pharmacy. Like I am building something so much bigger than I think what it appeal, appears on the surface. And this pharmacy per se, it's like this is, you know, the the regular person, yeah, just get your yoga nidra, get it for you, get the one that you need out of out of all 13 of them. 
But taking this to the next level is like for my estheticians or other practitioners, it's like get all 13, get the bundle because all you would need to know if you're that curious about people's designs is like, is what, what is their type and their authority? And in your treatment room, you can pick and play the one that corresponds to them. So this is wild. This is like such a simple way of bringing human design into your treatment room. Customizing a treatment, making it all about your patient or client, um, taking them deeper into their just healing. It's it's so, Nidra is just so relaxing and so restorative. Um, they all clock in at under 30 minutes. And so basically like, put that on your masking massaging led whatever just let them go deep if you were you know the one you know putting an iv drip in it's like let somebody lay down and like listen to this and close their eyes and relax or you know in a recovery situation it's like it's so incredible like what it's what it's capable of doing for people and like i said it's so incredibly customized to individuals like you as a provider are going to stand out and something like I said, so simple. Like there's no effort involved. All you you just have to choose like which one's the right one for this person. Oh, their chart says exactly what they need. So yeah. Um again, I'm gonna be talking a lot about this because this is huge. I'm so happy about these, but it's uh yeah, just one of the pieces of that energetic pharmacy that I'm working on being able to put out uh for other practitioners to use in their treatment room. Like you guys, there is so much cool stuff coming. Like the things that are in my brain, like for the people that this, this makes sense to, like I'm excited. Everybody else, you know, we'll, we'll see you when you get there, you know, but like for the people that get it, I'm just like, oh, yes, I cannot wait for you to come with me on this journey. It's going to be amazing. But anyway, that's enough of that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it to that for today's uh, intro. Let's get on to the gate and then I'll explain to you why why this is also super significant at this time. So let's do it. Links in the show notes, links in my Instagram bio at Michaela McLean. And yeah, the reminder, don't try to understand this at the mental level. Why do you think I say this every time? This is what these nidras are about. We are bypassing the, the thinking mind. It's amazing at what our subconscious absorbs. Okay, we this gets thrown around all the time now. And we do understand that. So let the energy and the frequency of beauty sink deep into your cells like good skincare. We're on to something here. All right, so gate 33, we are fully in Leo territory. This is um, you know, located in the throat center. It's part of the abstract sensing circuitry. So this is the more yin, um, feminine, experiential, intuitive, and receptive side of the chart that is focused on reflecting on and making sense of the past. Abstract circuitry is very much, it's about the journey, not the destination. So not about goals, it's about the experience of life and then sharing it. Um, and this gate in particular is specifically about gaining wisdom and then reflecting on past lived experiences. Now, on that note, you know, everything that exists in the abstract circuitry carries with it, you know, expectations. Again, it's the, that the whole the goal versus the journey thing. And that needs to be managed. You know, you just have to enter into stuff um, for the sake of it and then reflect later. So it's, it's different. You know, I always talk about, okay, the logic circuitry which is also part of the collective, but that is about, you know, more looking forward, you know, refining and, and aligning, like perfecting for the future. This is about remembering and remembering is a key word here with this one. And of course, collective either side, 
whichever if it's the logic or the abstract it's always about sharing what you've learned for the for the good and the, the betterment of everyone so the center itself the throat it's the energy center for communication self-expression manifestation all energy in the chart is trying to make it to the throat to have something done about it then the keynote with this one is i remember or not um, and it's about sharing lessons of the past this one is one of the storyteller gates you know it's a historian a mythology gate um but it's more from this perspective of being a teacher a speaker a writer hmm. interesting <laughs> so gate 33 is known as retreat it's the gate of privacy and this is an act of withdrawal and the transformation of a weak position into a strength and again i said you know the voice of this is i remember all the all the throat gates have a air quotes of voice so this is one of the three gates of aloneness in human design those other two being gates 12 and 40 which all need significant alone time but for very different reasons um so in 33's instance this is a moment of silence or taking a beat you know that comes at the end of every experience you know just like okay i need to pause for a moment the energy of 33 absorbs so much um so it requires a lot of alone time to basically process you know it needs to remember events that have happened review the information the lessons the memories all the stories everything that it's been collecting so this is always always reflecting and digesting um therefore quiet time is like so very necessary to process everything that gate 33 has learned and witnessed so that it can then be you know woven into wisdom and the, the the dots can be connected by a 33 you know that's eventually going to be shared to and with others so some of the low expressions of this it's an energy that needs to mature over time um this sharing experience is like where we'll get here but it's is a projected energy so you know sometimes people want to share before they've had time to experience the many 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 cycles of life you know so this is a wisdom that deepens over a long period of time it's you know it's definitely like you get older in it and it makes more sense uh so i could see the low here potentially is like you know trying to be a wise elder before you actually are a wise elder right um it can also be getting caught in cycles you know and then forgetting we will get to this when we get to the gene keys but forgetting um basically looping on the same unhelpful experiences or behavior patterns and then forgetting that you've done that before you know it's like didn't i learn did i learn my lesson last time type of thing um this also because this is the gate of retreat it could be about retreating entirely you know hiding away from the world <laughs> in there and uh holding on the past in a potentially negative way you know like holding grudges so on and so forth again been there <laughs> so the high expression of this 33 is about turning an act of retreat into a strength and personally i see this as knowing when to pull back pull away and be able to regenerate yourself through silence space meditation nature acts of self-care you know because when the time does come that you've you know okay i've i've i have regenerated you know you're going to re-emerge and you'll have up leveled it's like i always say it's like this is this is like the puzzle pieces are going into the right spots and i was like oh okay things make sense now and i can kind of come back from from whatever you know so the stories with this one they are not the same as like gate 56 
um, which we recently spoke about, also a throat gate, also an abstract circuitry. You know, this gate is about processing. It's like finding the wisdom, the hidden meaning, connecting the dots behind everything that maybe not everybody else sees and gets, and then sharing it. Um, and with this, I think about how writers, you know, it's like go away to write their book, you know, up in a cabin, just them, their thoughts, the blank paper, you know, all of that. On a very practical level, I really do think this is this being such a prominent gate in my chart is why I'm obsessed with journaling. Uh, I think it's good for everybody, but if you have gate 33, it's like, this is a must do. You really need to be like, you know, keeping track of thoughts and events and things. Um, and I'm always like, I'm not in there writing poetry. Like I'm documenting, you know, I'm recanting like the experience of my days, however mundane they are. Um, things that my kids said and did that are so sweet, you know, stuff that I'm like, I want to remember this uh, or the downloads that I get, you know, I I'm very forgetful. We're going to get to that one as well um, with the gene keys, but I have to keep track. Otherwise I forget. So my journals are like really important to me. Um, also 33 retreat privacy, right? It's right in the name. This is an extremely private energy. And I always find it funny because this is a Leo placement and it's located in the throat, right? But it's like, but this is about privacy. So I just think this, for me, so incredibly accurate. Um, I value privacy and alone time like nobody's business. And, you know, it's interesting. So again, Leo North Node, I mentioned that at the beginning. We'll get to what, what that means, but it's like, that's my purpose. And so like, oh, Leo North Node, it's like, okay being seen, being seen for like work, right? Um, versus feeling the need to be seen, if that makes sense. It's like, I don't know. So many people like don't even think twice about just putting everything out there. I think there's so many reasons for like safety reasons, for just your own, um, I don't know, mental health and well-being. It's like, uh-uh, I don't need to share everything. I'm so protective of my children and you know, it's like, there's a reason that there's not, I don't have pictures and, you know, I'm not saying their names and things like that. It's like, I just, I, I would just laugh because I'm like, as a 33 person, I encourage everyone to really kind of, you know, check themselves on, on that. Um, yeah. But you know, everybody, I mean, I don't know. I have friends that are always like, you're just so mysterious. Even like, I don't even know these things about you. I'm like, do you need to? I don't know. Um, yeah. It's as a 12 house placement for me on top of it, which is already like another area that's kind of like hidden away from the world, like very spiritual, but, you know, tucked away. So, yeah, um, I love it. I, I It's my excuse anytime it's like, oh, you don't share things. I'm like, yeah, who's my 33? <laughs> so, but on that note, um, Ra Uberhu, the founder of Human Design, he said about the 33rd gate, he was like, it can be incredibly spiritual. Aside from being a gate of remembrance, it can also be a gate of revelation. This is about being a witness to life. One of the deepest things the abstract being learns is about being a good passenger in the vehicle. And that's a really important human design concept is like, you're, you are the, pa it's, pass it's called passenger consciousness. It's like, my mind isn't the one up here actually running the show. And the sooner that I can get on board with my strategy and authority, oh my goodness, are we talking about the yoga nidras again? The sooner that I can start to like live in alignment in that way and like let my let my strategy be the thing that 
the you know the rule that I adhere to and let my authority really drive the bus. You know, it's like for me, let my gut, my excitement lead the way. And the sooner I can get out of my head and be like, I just wait to respond to life. What what what's coming at me today? And is my gut expansive or contract? Is it contracting about that? That's it. So, you know, sooner that you can relax and enjoy the ride, not getting too attached to the outcome. There's our 33. It's like the better off you're going to be. It's just amazing. The deeper that you get into this, and obviously when I've been in my experiment for years now, but um, obviously I deal with a lot of people who are just brand new to it and, you know, just watching them like really, really, really want to live according to their design, but having such a difficult time you know, it, it is. It's like getting out of the head is like in the first couple years, even like like the big struggle is to start to recognize when and where you're not doing that. You know, you're still letting your mind um, run the show. You know. Anyway, moving on to our gene keys. So the shadow of this one. I already kind of spoiled it for you. It's forgetting. <laughs> Oh, that's so accurate for me. Forgetting um, the gift is mindfulness and the city is revelation. So in, a, in the Gene Keys, uh, the highest expression of that 33 key, right, is revelation. And Richard Red says, all that you were is forgotten and all that you could be is remembered. And I'm like, oh, I just, there's something about that that hits me in, in a certain way. But I'm going to um, read from the 64 ways with this one, which is um, contemplation on the contemplations, right? So I'm going to read from the 64 ways. He says that the 33rd gene key teaches us something awesome. It teaches that life is a myth. Our myth is rich with characters and twists and fate. There are those who represent evil, those who represent good, those who turn from good to evil or from evil to good. There are backdrops that change, new characters that enter, and characters that leave or die. The whole tapestry is so colorful and exquisite if we're paying attention if we're paying attention that's the key the original name for this hexagram is retreat it's all about withdrawal it's about pausing in the journey we have to stop and have a cup of tea if we don't let our awareness come to a rest how will we see what's really going on in our life how will we learn what's being offered to us in the modern world we've we've become a rush of forgetting we've become obsessed with movement with evolutionary change we become immersed in the plot so that we see nothing. We're so absorbed in the screen and what's rushing towards us that we don't engage with what's gone past us. The 33rd gene key is adept at drawing sustenance from the past, from our mistakes, from our history. It's a master of reflection and retreat. These days, we rarely pause to reflect or contemplate where we've just come from. In Chinese culture, there's a wonderful term called hoigan, which means to reflect sweetly on a past event. Time is given over to this custom, and it's part of the teaching of the ancient tea-drinking tradition. To reflect on the past requires time put aside. It requires attention and focus. If we don't give ourselves these moments each day, our life will be exhausting. It will be a life with no harvest. This is the terrible condition of the 33rd shadow. If we don't pause to reflect, we can't come into the present moment and gain any perspective or wisdom. There are vast reserves of natural wisdom in this 33rd gene key. It's fizzing with secrets and revelations, but until we give 
it and ourselves time and prioritize the inner life, our lives are really unlived and unloved. Now he goes on to say some really amazing things in that and like the city, but I mean, it goes in like, it just expands so much. So if you have the 33rd, you have availability to that book. It's like, it's incredible. Um, and it just, it hits me so hard, but we're going to keep it at that for, for this episode. Okay. So notes, this is part of a projected channel. Projector rules apply, being seen, recognized, invited to tell these stories or share these lessons. And again, that wisdom develops over time. So that projected element is like, I always say like post up, it's like, being seen and recognized for the fact that you are that person and then waiting for for, for that to be invited out of you. Um, this is also in, in the Gene Keys, it's um, a stop code on, which is basically it's the end, the revelation that he talks about, the light being reabsorbed into the divine, you know. Um, and I, I say this and like, I I for this for me, I'll do meditations. I'm like, let all the part of little particles fall back into place. That to me is the 33rd um gauge or gene key. It's like all the collecting. I always think of it as like a snow globe that you'd like shake and then it's like, okay, letting everything settle. And whoa, all of a sudden so much stuff makes sense. But if you don't have the time, the space for contemplation, you don't, you know what I mean? It's like so much is going to get missed, um, which is, you know. And the whole point of this is like being the person that catches the things that, that are being missed. Um, you know, and like I said at the beginning, it's my North Node, uh, which is your Dharma. You know, it's like where I'm supposed to be going over the course of my lifetime. Um, definitely stepping into that, you know, 40 plus is what they say in human design. So I'm in that, I'm in that neck of the woods now. Um, so I totally relate to the whole thing about the forgetting part, you know, and it's a big joke in our house. I always think, I'm like, do I have dissociative amnesia? Like, what is my deal um, with a lot of things? But also on the flip side, I'm amazing at remembering some stuff. And I am a, I call my 33rd gate, like, this is my synthesizer. Like, I know I can look at a chart or look at things and connect so many dots and bring it all together, like a lot of esoteric wisdom, which is also my, in my chart that other people like that's not their gift you know so i'm like i can it just all this makes sense the symbols and different things just sort of like boom like download and they make sense to me um i always think of like the charlie kelly meme with this one where he's doing like the pepe silva back when he used to watch that show before kids you know it's like all the strings like tied together and everything and i'm like yeah yeah that's that is how my brain that's the inside of my brain that's how this all works you know um i marinate on all of this and then then the piece is just kind of like the like the snow globe the puzzle like it all starts to fall into place and it's like oh, oh my god what a revelation you know like this all makes sense so um yeah, it's just such a such a funny one, you know. But I am I feel like I'm constantly having esoteric revelations like every five minutes, which is the best. So that's fun for me. Um, but yeah, so creating for you 33, creating a, a space of privacy and retreat, mindfulness, learning how to be a witness to the experience of life through meditation. That's an important element of this one. Um, and I, as I was preparing notes for this, I was like, yeah, this is, this is me. Um, my mother-in-law, I mentioned, I think recently that she's here when we're in Scotland. Um, we were just chatting about this. I was like, they know 
that I want to have like a retreat space and I have for a really long time. Hi, North Node in Gate 33 retreat. Um, you know, it's like, but also it's like, yes, having a physical space to do that and to offer those, like I want to have it for like the aesthetics community, you know, be able to do trainings and different things um, where they are from. It's like this little island. It's the most remote. It's It's like truly retreat you know, from the world. I don't even want to say where it is because, you know, it's like, I don't, not everybody needs to <laughs> be going there. It's like, that's my oasis, um, this little island. And uh, it's so beautiful, so magical. And there's just, yeah, the space to like be quiet and get back to nature is incredible. But then I also think about it as the yoga natures. It's a meditation, it's energetic aesthetics, like what I'm doing, you know, for the treatment room. Like, using your treatment room as a space of retreat for so many, you know, and that's what I'm trying to like bring to, to this community is like more ways of really helping people embrace and embody that powerful position of like, you are, you are the person people go to, to, to retreat from the world. And maybe it is only for an hour once a month or something, but that's a really important and potent thing um, that you have, you know, available as your profession for people. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. So the programming partner. So if sun is in gate 33 in Leo, the earth is automatically opposite in Aquarius gate 19. So 19 is known as approach. It's the gate of wanting. And this is the pressure to be sensitive to basic needs. Um, this is a tribal circuitry uh, gate. It's about sensitivity and awareness to the needs of others, especially those in your close group, both mundane and spiritual. Um, this is pretty special because this is this is like part of a, a mystical channel. And so spirituality is definitely heavily featured here, right? Um, but some of the stuff with it, you know, it can be a little codependent. It can be, it's hypersensitive, which can, you know, I don't know, be pretty painful. Um, anxiety, you know, around its own needs not being met or just being forgotten because it, it kind of like knows what everybody else needs and is trying to provide it, especially spiritually. Um, you know, and sometimes it's not necessarily received. So it's definitely a feeler, um, heavy duty on the on feeling, both both energetically, but also physically. Like nineteen people, like myself, typically have sensitive skin, just sensitive to kind of like all the things and all the ways. Um, but yeah, there person with nineteen. We, I could say that because it's my south node, right? If we're talking about oppositions, you always have the opposite with the sun and earth and the north and the south node. So, like me, it's like my south node, where I'm coming from, the thing that I'm naturally like more masterful at is like being sensitive and then seeing what's missing, especially again in a spiritual component way and applying pressure to get those needs tended to for the group, right? That's exactly what I do. Um, so yeah, it. Again, the presence of 19 too, I should point out, if you have it, it sensitizes the entire chart. That's definitely an episode worth going back and listening to during Aquarius season if you were also a gate 19 person, because there's just there's just so much going on with it um, and so much it brings to, to the, the chart itself. Okay, so the gate that completes the channel is Aquarius gate 13, forming the channel of the prodigal. So again, another little opposition there. 13 is known as the fellowship of man. It's the gate of the listener. And this is direction or directing by looking back and hearing other people's secrets. So again, because it's in that abstract circuitry, we're looking back, right? 
The nickname of this one is called the Vault, and it is the energy of a secret keeper. So 13, you know, it's like maybe, maybe not wanting to listen to everybody's stories. These are the people who really like, it's the natural therapist. People sit down, they're just going to spill their guts to you, middle of the grocery store. It doesn't matter. You never asked, but people just want to tell you everything. There's just something in your energy field that is that is open for business when it comes to this. So if you have 13, you just really have to lean into it and realize, wow, I'm actually, I've been put here to be a listener, you know, like a safe space for other people. Um, yeah, you're here to bear witness, you know, to other stories and then offer basically, you know, guidance and direction, like very gently. Um, as long, you know, again, people are approaching you, right? <laughs> So somebody with 13, they really help make people feel seen, heard, and understood. So if you have it, develop your listening skills and your capacity for empathy. You know, um, you're going to help other people hear their stories from a new perspective, potentially. And again, it's just, you're just being a safe space. That is that, is that aura that has that safe space vibe. Um, and like I said, the, the secret keeper, these are people who may never share secrets you know they're they're definitely those people that are like it's safe to say things to them so when when we've got the two together right it's like gate 13 is the soul centered direction from the g center connecting up to gate 33 in the throat center to express the stories and wisdom of the past so when the two come together to form the channel of the prodigal it's about sharing with the collective um the cycles the lived experiences of others, looking back and sharing past mistakes so that they don't have to be repeated. You know, this is a very generational and very cyclical energy. And these people are historians, um, keeping track with like journaling, you know, could be journaling, could be photo albums, um, you know, any any kind of like record keeping with this. These people are out there quietly collecting information and can sense, you know, and discern what the vibe is underneath the surface of the story or the surface of the situation. I think too, I'm like, sorry, side note, I'm having, I'm having a revelation, but it is, it's like, especially when you have the partners of the 19, it's like the, the sensitivity and like always picking up what's really going on in the background, right? Those are actually both projected energies too. And I'm like, huh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like. I don't know. I have feeling cognition as well. It's like, I can always just like tell seven undefined centers. Like what? <laughs> just like reading, reading the room 24 uh, seven. When it, when I'm paying attention, when I'm not like dissociating. <laughs> oh my God. I'm making myself laugh. Sorry. Um, so yeah. So if you, if you were to fold the chart in half, this is also an interesting thing to look at. So the, the channel that's on the exact opposite side, this 731, the channel of the alpha that's mirror, you know, that one is, again, it's collective, but it's future focused. That's the logic side that is about leading the charge, you know, versus this side being about you're the, this is the wise elder side, you know, so two, two different sides of leadership there. And if you have the 33 without the 13, like me, I do not have the full channel. I just have the 33 twice. Um, you may lack a sense of timing that lets you know when to share the stories. And you may never share the stories, right? It's projected. It needs its invitation to share the wisdom there. So 13, right? You know, um, 
like I said, you know, we just got that that element of like, tell me all the things. 33 might change the, you know, okay, if we're going to share about it, we're going to change the names of the people and the places involved. So, you know, we're not, we're not releasing any secrets. We're just really deriving the wisdom, you know, from it to uh to share with people. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, the book that I've been working on, I'm like, there it is, you know, like this is that whole going away, retreating to to call like doing so much collecting and then making it make sense for other people. This is what I'm doing with energetic aesthetics, honestly, is like it's all the collection and figuring out, yeah, how does this actually all tie together and make sense? And because everything is connected, I think that's maybe what a 33 person realizes. And here's how it is and presenting that to others and and using it to help them. So, you know, okay, astrologically, this is a Leo Aquarius opposition, you know, so opposites are opposites. Um, there's there's just that that sort of two sides to the same coin thing going on with that. And the quarter of the wheel this is occurring in is um, the second. It is spirit into form. And this is, right, we're retelling, we're re- remembering the collected wisdom. And so I think about this as far as like, you know, for estheticians or other aesthetic providers is like really considering your treatment room as a true space of retreat for your clientele. Uh, synthesizing, reflecting on your wisdom that you've collected over your time as a as a practitioner, as a provider. Um, yeah. And then I was like, oh, incorporating elements of mindfulness, meditation, right? This being mindfulness is the gift um, and the gene keys. But then I was like, no, yoga nidra, come on. This is, this is, yoga nidra to me truly is about you totally being able to retreat, like even within your body, it's wild. Um, and go so deep within and totally restore, rejuvenate, come back out better than ever. And the fact that you can do this as such a restful, peaceful practice that I just tell people, I'm like, just go get, do your skincare, get in bed and hit play. That's it. That is it. That's all the effort that's required of you. And just do that frequently. Do it at bedtime, do it when you're taking a nap, do it at your lunch break. You know, if you're like, okay, I have half an hour to like rejuvenate myself. I'm like, that's the way to do it. And again, I'm not making this up. If you check out the science, go back to that gate, or gate episode 188, check out Dr. Huberman, um, what yoga nidra or NSDR or my energetic beauty sleep, what it's capable of doing is pretty amazing. So highly recommend it. Um, of course, you know, those are, those are going to be out. So do you have this in your chart? That's, that's going to be my question. Oh, and also make sure that you, you know, are following me on Instagram. If you want to get the, how I translate this to energy tips for the treatment room itself, um, the right frequencies, oils, things like that to really focus on for the week. I'll go a little bit deeper for our aesthetic professionals. So do you have this gate in your chart? You're looking at the throat and this is on the right side 33 is the bottom right of the throat center and it's aiming down toward the diamond. So it's the one that meets up with gate 13 from the G center. So do you have it black, red, red, and black? I, mine, mine is red and black, for instance. I have it on both sides of my chart. Maybe you don't have that. Maybe yours is white, but maybe you have the 13, you know, or maybe you don't have any of it at all, but it's all, it all means something. It's like how you're going to experience this energy, um, either yourself all the time, like is my experience or getting the full channel where it's kind of powered up, 
or you're just experiencing it through other people and the transits. But I'm always curious, so feel free to reach out on Instagram and let me know. Of course, I'm going to be back soon with more. Um, oh, that's what I didn't say at the beginning of the episode. I was going to announce the winner for Aesthetic Next, but then I realized I closed it last night um, and it takes Apple a minute to catch up to review. So I wanted to like allow anybody that got in to, you know, be eligible. So Aquarius um, full moon episodes are coming. I will announce it on that one. They'll be, that'll be out um, tomorrow on Monday itself Monday, the same day that the yoga nidras are out. So we'll just do it all, all in one. Um, but of course, you know, if the episode was of value to you, please leave it a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast. It helps so much. Um, and yeah, if you want to learn more human design, of course, my free guide courses, classes, the yoga nidras is an effortless way to learn your design or type on autopilot. Um, and then my course is golden experience. Uh, membership with Solestation Love, all the things, and so much more coming. Gosh, guys, I cannot wait to share all the things that it, that are going on behind the scenes um, in the next couple of months. Yeah. So, you know, you can follow me over on Instagram at McKayla McLean to stay up to date. And of course, until next time, have a beautiful day. <laughs>